0: Hey, man, is that the Rock News Weekly podcast? Yeah, man. Well, turn it up, man. This is Rock News Weekly. Every week we bring you all the latest headlines in rock, metal, indie, grunge, alt, and classic rock news. This week's new releases, this week in music history, trivia, movies, pop culture, and more. Now on to this week's episode. All right, it's time for the Rock News Weekly podcast. What's up, everybody? Chris here, as well as David. What's up, man? Uh, I feel young again. I know. Yeah, so you've had a lo- a nice long break, right? Yeah. Are you still was... on break right now? Or are you coming I back? I am. I have one more week. Oh wow,
1: that's awesome. Yeah, so I, I feel I recharged. Feel good. You know, yeah, I like made an effort. I said, <laughs> I I told my family this morning. I was like, you know, I'm really proud of myself. <laughs> so I didn't do
0: any work. Work, yes, <laughs> right. You, you, so you actually took the vacation the, the yeah. way it was meant to be. Yeah, that's I awesome, feel man. Good. Right on. All right. Well, hopefully, all of you out there as well got a chance to you know do whatever you needed to do, enjoy time with your friends, your family, the ones you love. Um, so let's get to the uh, hot topics this week. We got a, a lot to catch up on. The big story this week was mainly. Uh, Rage Against the Machine drummer Brad Wilk coming out and saying the band will not tour or play live again. We'll talk about that. D. Snyder calling out Spotify CEO over those minuscule royalties being paid to musicians. Slipknot being sued by the estate of Joey Jordanson for the uh, display of his personal items on a VIP experience. Pearl Jam's Eddie Vedder surprising his local music store with some guitars. All that good stuff. Uh, everything Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all at Rock News Weekly. RockNewsWeekly.com. So let's get to it. Big news was Rage Against the Machine will not tour or play live again. According to their drummer, Brad Wilk, he posted on his Instagram. Um, and he says on the Instagram post, quote, I don't want to string myself or people along any further. I want to let you know that Rage, Tim, Zach, Tom, and I will not be touring or playing live again. He ended the post with, I'm sorry for those of you who have been waiting for this to happen. I really wish it was. So... The things that I thought about this little um, thing here. Maybe I can pop up the actual Instagram post, and we can we can look at this. The wording he used, yeah, I, I thought. Can't understand that the wording he used, I thought, was really weird. Okay, so uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna put it up. I'm gonna do display capture on this uh, tree, uh, the Twitch stream, so you guys can check this out. Um, everybody watching on our YouTube as well. You guys will be able to see it. All right, so check this out. Here is his official post in full. I know a lot of people waiting for us to announce the new tour dates for all the canceled Rage Against the Machine shows. I don't want to string people or myself along any further. So while there has been some communication that this may be happening in the future, I want to let you know that Rage Against the Machine, Tim, Zach, Tom, and I will not be touring or playing live again. I'm sorry for those of you who have been waiting for this to happen. I really wish it was. Oh. See. Okay. So, here's the thing that I'm wondering about. This part. So, while there has been some communication that this may be happening in the future. Just that sentence. So, obviously, they're, they're talking about
1: it. Sounds like some want to and he doesn't. Or. <laughs> or something like that. It sounds he, like he wants he to. wanted to.
0: The way he says this, I don't want to string people or myself along any further. So it sounds like he's ready to go. And that's why I think he's one of the first ones to break the news, because I think he's pissed. It kind of reminds me of the System of a Down dynamic, where it was like, you know, Shavo Shavo and the drummer, um, um, I forget his name, of System both really want to play, right? But the guitarist and the lead singer of System of a Down, Serge and Darren, just are at odds with what to do with the band, right? And I wonder if Zach and Tom Morello are in that same kind of dynamic right now. They don't know, you know, maybe creative differences, something like that. I'm not really sure. And then he says, I want to let you know that Rage Against the Machine, Tim, Zach, Tom, and I, like he takes the time to point that out, will not be touring or playing live again. And I wonder if they're talking about replacing... Or getting a substitute in for one of the members of the band. That would be weird to me. So what about this idea? You know how Zach De La Rocha got injured, right? Can't tour. He was sitting down most of the tour. What if they were floating around an idea of like having guest hip-hop vocalists or something like that do his duties instead of Zach De La Rocha?
1: <laughs> Sorry. Uh,
0: right? Frienders. <laughs> I don't. I can't really picture anybody that could do it. Yeah, really. And yeah, I mean, I, it's very
1: like totally idiosyncratic. It, it is one person,
0: and maybe that's kind of what I don't know if he, that's what he's alluding to. I know I'm not sure what's going on here with the, the Rage Against the Machine camp, uh, but it's just unfortunate, man. I you know any way you look at it. So what do you think after reading this kind of thing here, and do you think that it it doesn't sound like it was a a mutual. Thing with all the band members, to be honest, I don't know.
1: I all I can say is say is say it isn't so. Yep. That that's that's really sad.
0: Yeah. So that's that's that, guys. Uh, we're not really sure. We don't have too much else to kind of go on uh, with this, but you know, hey, um, his Achilles tendon is a big I mean, big injury, injury, and a it could be injury. debilitating. So I I could see that, you know. So we'll see what happens with all of that, but very unfortunate. All right, this was some good news, though. Eddie Vedder surprising uh, a local music teacher with guitars for students over the holiday. So here's a picture of Eddie Vedder with a Santa hat on and uh, this local music teacher uh, in Oahu, Hawaii. So this is where uh, Eddie Vedder lives. He bought three guitars for the store's music teacher to pass on to his students. So he wrote the post here. I have the official post. His name is Harry uh, Kozumi, I think. He says, quote, Earlier this week, Eddie, a uh, veteran of Pearl Jam, came into Coconut Grove Music, asked the salesman if there was a guitar teacher who has taught there. So I got a text to come out of my teaching room and say hello. He asked if I could come help him choose some guitars that would be good for younger players. He then purchased them, asked if I had three younger students that might need them to help be inspired. So I chose the three, called their moms, told them the story, asked if they could play some of Eddie's music in their home to secretly prepare them. All the moms were super excited, they were fans already. When my students came for the next lesson, I surprised them with the guitars. I asked them to write a note back to Eddie. Later in the week, Eddie brought some personal notes for me to give to them. What a beautiful blessing and a wonderful experience involved as Santa's helper. Eddie Vetter, you rock with such aloha spirit. Thank you for an awesome Christmas that we'll never forget. Pretty cool, huh?
1: Yeah, that's nice.
0: Yeah, and he, he posted uh, some other photos of the, the students and Eddie Vetter with them and he handed each of them, like, a, a note, kind of, like, trying to inspire them to keep playing music and stuff like that. So, I thought that was really cool and something he didn't have to do and just something he was doing locally, I guess, you know? Uh, yeah, for his yeah. uh, neighborhood, right? Pretty awesome.
1: Yeah, I wonder... wonder uh I, I didn't realize that, I mean, I don't know everything about I better, but I didn't realize he lived in Hawaii. Yeah. I just don't, I just never thought of him living in Hawaii. There's
0: a lot of rockers that do. Like, it seems like, I you just know. don't see him in Hawaii. Yeah. Look at he's got but the board go. shorts yeah. on. Like, he's he's living the Hawaii life. <laughs> so, yeah, right on. There you go. He's got his hair cut. Yeah. All right, uh, another rock uh, story this week. Dave Mustaine kind of talking about the increased cost of touring is the main reason concert tickets are so uh, high right now. So I don't know. I'm sure you've noticed when you bought concert tickets, they are very, like, it seems like I've been buying tickets for a long time. It seems like this is the highest they've ever been, and it seems this may be the reasoning behind it, right? The increase in cost of touring altogether. Uh, So in this new interview, he talks about it. He elaborated... um, on his previous comment that kind of got some news, it said it costs around $50,000 a day for him and his bandmates just to sit still on the road. So people were like, what does that mean? Asked if that is an accurate number. He said yeah, pretty close. yeah." $50,000? $50,000 just to sit still on the road. It, it, that means, you know, to, to travel by bus, $50,000 a day. Carry
1: everything with is
0: and- uh, Your crew, your management... All the travel expenses. He says, pretty close. Yeah, it's pretty close. Wow. Well, he, and he explains it. What happens is you have each individual, and whether they're working or not working, they get paid on a per-day basis. And so you have whoever is out on the road, and for us, it's a lot of people. We have a light man, we have a sound man, and a monitor man. And when you go onto the back, we've got a bunch of people up there. We've got a drum tech, a guitar tech. There's people backstage, there's the drivers, the bus drivers, truck drivers, caterers, all that stuff. Then there's all the hotels, all the money to get the hotel rooms for all these people. And then you got to feed them, so the cost just keeps going up and up and up. He continued, a lot of people, they look at the ticket price and they think, man, I'm not paying 75 bucks to go see these guys. And I'm sad to say that even if you had a choice in the matter, it's kind of what it is nowadays if you want to go see a live band because you just can't get from point A to point B anymore without spending a lot of money previously he spoke about the realities of this stuff including all these travel expenses at the time he said I think it's about $45,000 a day for us to just sit still I think it might be 52 but that's just sitting still that's not doing a show some days are more expensive and he you know kind of uh, went on to say uh, talk about another band Avenged Sevenfold uh, uh, his the lead singer M Shadows commented on the busing for Avenged Sevenfold's latest tour that it would cost $2 million more than it did prior to the pandemic. Dave said, I think that might be because his band takes out more buses. For example, we take two. I'm sure they probably take more than that. And I think that's because they're so successful that there could be, I'm not saying this, but that there could be certain people that would be willing to give them an incentive to use their company because of what great promotion it would be to have those guys using a bus company. If I have a brand new bus and I want to get popular, bands like Avenge would be great. Band for promoting your company—that's a good point. That's something I never really thought about. Right? Some of these bigger bands like Green Day and this and that—they probably get that stuff maybe shaved off and maybe a little bit less for them, right? Yeah. And uh, a band like Megadeth, who's kind of in the middle—you got to pony up. They're not going to get sponsored, right? So he says buses are generally five to ten thousand dollars a week. That includes fuel, the driver, and his hotel. So it's the greedflation. Striking again. Passing it on to the consumer as well, you know, because that just translates to higher ticket prices that we all have to pay, right? Yeah. Pretty, pretty, um, you know, eye-opening, and I'm glad Dave Mustaine's at least being honest about it. I wish more musicians would, you know, Uh, just, you know, be honest and let, let fans know. That way we know going into the concert, this is what we're paying for, you know, and not to feel, like, ripped off by it. Yeah. Speaking of ripping off... Slipknot being sued for supposedly ripping off Joey Jordison's uh, estate uh, by showing some of his stuff on this VIP tour. So, his estate has filed a lawsuit against Slipknot alleging the band used his untimely death as a part of a marketing tool for the latest album The End so far and profited from displaying items rightfully belonging to the drummer's family. The suit, filed in June... Uh, claim of this last year, claim Slipknot members Corey Taylor and uh, Sh- Sean Crahan, Michael Sean Crahan still have at least 22 items, which have been featured as part of a travel museum, allowing the band to line their pockets with profit off of Jord- uh, Jordison's devoted fan base. So the Steamroller Management Company that manages uh, Jordison's estate kind of talks about it here. They say uh, they kicked him out of the band in 2013, Taylor and Crayon expressed promised uh, in a written agreement to return all of his belongings in exchange for his promise to release certain claims against them. Well, that agreement contained a non-exclusive list of broad categories of items. They were uh, purported to comply with the agreement, but unbeknownst to Jordison, they had executed the agreement with no intention of performing their obligations and knowingly concealed that they possessed numerous other items belonging to him that they'd never returned these items were then used for a paid fan vip experiences that would feature various items of their career on display and backstage the estate never saw a dime from any of that so just based off of that before we go any further what do you think of that kind of a thing um it sounds
1: like the kind of shitty thing you do to your i mean barring like the death part but that you do to your high school friends, like you borrow something from them and you're like, ha ah, ha, he doesn't know I have this or whatever. Right. Just sounds like that kind of crap. And, and then, then but not then only you that, the millions of dollars and the legal ramifications, it's like,
0: wow. Well, and, and I mean, you know, they left on bad terms. The guy ended up passing away and they're still holding on to some of his original drum stuff and putting it up in a VIP experience behind a paywall to force pan, uh, fans to be able to see it. When that stuff belongs to the family members themselves. that's crappy. Right?
1: That's crappy.
0: The suit. um,
1: And he was kicked out of the band. Yeah. As well. So it's like.
0: And then he passed away, um, you know, a couple years later. It was super sad. Um, But I
1: mean, they look really evil. So I guess there you go.
0: (laughs) I guess shouldn't be too surprised. Uh, Taylor and Crayon's behavior was criticized in the wake of his death in 2021. While family, friends, and fans mourn the loss of the drummer, neither bandmate expressed condolences to his family after his passing, which is pretty shocking. They said they did, but apparent, according to the family, uh, in this lawsuit, they didn't. They never even reached out to the family. So, yeah, kind of crappy. Yeah, it
1: sounds, it sounds like there's some really bad blood.
0: Yep. And especially with drummers. Do you
1: drummers. know what the? Do you know what the claims? Any catch? Any rumors about that? That he had to retract.
0: I, I don't know. I don't know I about if that. there's something where. And we know. just reported uh, a couple weeks back. If you remember, they kicked out um, the other drummer. Yeah. Um, Jay Weinberg, who's been with the group for ten years, and they kicked him out, in almost kind of the same fashion. So something with these drummers in Slipknot and the rest of the dynamic of the band is just not meshing well. I guess. Uh, unfortunate man see what happens okay let's move on to the next story d snyder saying uh spotify ceo told artists to quote just make more music in response to critiquing of the minuscule payments of royalties to artists <laughs> yeah just make more music you don't like what you're getting paid you make more it'll it'll add yeah up, it'll right? add up uh so he didn't miss words Asked about the financial difficulties facing, facing musicians today. He was a guest on the Jeremy White Show. I'm not familiar with that. I guess it's a podcast or a TV show or something. He, um, he was saying basically how, you know, how tough it is. He says, quote, Spotify and the wholesale, you pay the one monthly fee format. We're getting so, so little. And that guy from Spotify, he should be taken out and shot. When he heard that artists were complaining about how little we were getting paid, his response was, just make more music, like we're producing cans of Coke. Snyder was referring to the billionaire Spotify CEO Daniel Eck, who in 2020 noted that, quote, Some artists that used to do well in the past may not do well in this future landscape, where you can't record music once every three to four years and think that's going to be enough. Make more music. It's insulting and belittling. Snyder contended before noting that one the one avenue he still sees for artists to make a living licensing is the last godsend the last oasis where you can actually make some money a singer insisted steven spielberg chooses we're not going to take it for the finale of ready player one thank you god because i'm not getting anything from spotify so that's a good point what do you think of that
1: yeah i mean it's make more music that's ridiculous like, it, that shows that he's seeing it completely one-sided, like he doesn't even have any clue what it's like for the artists or what.
0: Yep. And then the thing about... the, the I This is my kind of vendetta or anti-Spotify position that I have, is just this, that y- you guys out there that have Spotify, and nothing against it if you do, David, or whatever, but if you're paying... No, I do not. <laughs> but if you're paying a monthly fee and you're thinking in your mind... That that's enough to give my artists that I care about uh, for their music every month. $10 a month, let's say you're paying, right? How many bands or tracks do you listen in that month? And divide that by $10. And yeah, that's, well, that's not e-
1: my My kids, my, my daughter's like, Dad, can we just get Spotify
0: Premium? I'm like, no, I will not pay a single dollar to that company. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> she had, she ended up buying it herself.
0: <laughs> well, okay, that's fine. But tell her that. Say, you know, honey. Well, that's you, what I say. I'm like, no. You, you're, you would be better off buying the downloads directly from the artists that you like because they will get more money in that process. You can still have it digitally, but you won't have it in the convenience of a Spotify playlist, but you'll have the files. And that's where I think the disconnect happens is that, Apple Music and Spotify make it so darn convenient for everybody that they don't want to just download the music on a, a Wave or an MP3 file and yeah. transfer it to their phone, and eh, that's too tough to do, and whatever it is. They and know then that. then
1: in the end,
0: we have to rent everything, Yeah, even our music. Everything's being rented is the point here. And for the generation, the younger generation... Right now, they're okay with that. And for me, like, a huge, uh, obvious fan of, like, physical forms of media, I'm not in that camp. I'm not sold on that subscription-based model for the things that I love. I like it for TV because it's kind of like I can watch that whenever I want to, but, like, bands, albums, movies that I really enjoy... I want to keep them forever in a nice physical format that I could well, watch. support the artist. It so supports the artist. I the... get cool artwork. I get like something to look at. You know, I like the, the extra features, looking in the liner notes, all that kind of stuff. And I don't have to ever worry about being online. I could be in a cabin in the woods, and I could watch all and listen to the things that I still love. And so I think that's something too. We were talking about that movie off off the air just a bit ago uh the one on Netflix uh, about the end of the world leave the world behind and and it shows how dependent people are on internet and services the girl in that movie there was this kind of like theme about her wanting to wanting see
1: to watch the finale of
0: friends <laughs> watch the finale of friends and she couldn't do it because every everything went down but then at the end of the movie spoiler alert She finds this kind of bunker where they have a bunch of DVDs and all kinds of stuff, and she pops in the Friends DVD, and she gets to watch the finale. And it kind of makes me, you know, I hope the younger generation takes that, you know, to heart, that the things that you really do love and care about, it's good to have physical versions of them that you can kind of pass on, keep, share, and have offline, you know? And there's something to be said about that, right? I don't know. And, and this whole Spotify thing Is a, a big part of that And and it needs to change I don't know, this format's not working It's not working, that's why we had the strike With the, the actors and the actresses For streaming Same thing with these musicians, they're fed up with this They're getting paid 0. 0.0001 cent a, 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 a stream of a song And expected to Make a living off of that Well this is our, this, the trouble is This is the way our entire economy is turning Yep, it's like I know the
1: rent, and you know, monopolization subscription-based of a, renting of a, of a service, and ownership of that service, and then the the rent going out to others. Um, it's not it's not something that people like. It's not something that people feel, uh, I guess, stable. Yeah, with, because it feels you like know?
0: you could lose it at any moment. Yeah. If I lose my phone or I lose my internet, I lose everything. Yeah, I can't I can't listen to anything. I can't do anything. All your stuff's like basically in the cloud. Yeah. And they, I mean, the things are sort of uh, structured to
1: create that relationship. I mean, we can even see it in, you know, we obviously in housing and things like that. But um, something as simple as just having, you know, how, how you used to get computer programs and use them. Right. You know, and you use them until you were done with the computer. And now it's like, no.
0: I, I mean, need to have the latest update every you year. You have to have
1: this update, and if you don't get that update, then you can't. Uh, you know, if you can't change your iOS or whatever, yeah, you won't be able to you access can't use any of this your program stuff. or yep. this app. And then, you know, if you don't, ch- you know, if you don't, yeah, I, I have, I, you know, I bought a standalone uh, Word in, uh-huh. like office suite or whatever because I was like, I don't want to. Rent it because they yeah. already had the rental thing, right? Yeah, like, got paid. Was it like three or four
0: hundred bucks? Yeah, I was copy. like,
1: yeah, I was like, I just want the one and I'll use that, and my computer still works, it's fine. But they're like, you have to update. Yeah. So the 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 word stopped working and said you need to update um, to this new version. Yep. Um, and if you don't, then you can't use it. Yep. And if you uh, update that new version, you have to update the entire iOS. <laughs> but I can't. My computer won't. Yeah. It can't take that, that form of, uh, of the operating system. So now I just don't have Word. So now that computer can't use Word because they decided. Wonderful. And that was, I, st- I didn't I didn't update it for years. I yeah. was like, I'm not going to update it. I'm not going to take any of the updates. That's and, why. And my wife was like, you're so stupid. Why do you do that? Like, it's, your computer's so annoying. It's so old and whatever. And so I finally, I accidentally updated it, and that was the death kiss. And yeah. Like, and no, it, you yep. can't use Word anymore.
0: There was a program on Windows that it was a video editor, and I I loved it. I edited all my podcast videos with it, and they recently had an update about two or three months ago, and now it's something new called MailChimp or chip climp or something it's horrible and I hate it and I am forced to use it now and they don't even have video editor yeah. so they have it at, I have to use it at my work because our IT guy at my work is smart and he doesn't do the automatic updates for Windows so we still have new nice new computers at work but they don't have automatic updates so I still have video editor on those computers because the automatic updates weren't uh, weren't on there so Man. That's, that's a big part of it uh, real quick on this Spotify thing. Look at it, it. says, they estimate by artist in agreement, it varies, but it's estimated that Spotify pays 0.003 to 0.005 cents per stream. Okay. So, yeah. How are you supposed to do anything with that?
1: Because right? <sighs> I'm, you know, the artists that I like, I'll be like listening to their songs over and over and over again, thinking maybe this will help them out, but...
0: You can Maybe listen the to it a hundred times. Well, this is the thing.
1: <laughs> Maybe the popularity, though, because one thing that I did notice, and I don't know if this does anything, is I listen to Bamboo, and I'm always shouting out Bamboo, like, all the time. Okay. Um, Bamboo de Pistola, And I listen to him all the time, you know, all the time, just constantly, right? And I obviously this, me personally, didn't have anything to do with it. But
0: just like last
1: week, my son was like, hey, Bamboo's on NBA 2K. And I wonder if they get paid
0: like a oh, yeah. amount for that. I was like, Yeah. That's, that's like, where the licensing. That's where he's saying licensing. Decider. Yeah, that's what I. And that's what I was like. Maybe the
1: Spotify hits and me telling people maybe that helped a little bit. Yeah,
0: so he can make some money from that. That's true. It could could have pushed him into the trending or a breaking artist, something or like, like that. Yeah. yeah, and then hey, check this guy out. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah I I don't definitely know. true. I don't know. Who knows? But that's where the money really is. is licensing like that when you get on a video game or a movie or a commercial. We remember our generation used to think that was selling out, you know. It's like now that's the only way you can sell. <laughs> that's the only <laughs> way like, as a survive. musician that you're like getting a yeah. good chunk oh, of yeah, cash. I
1: remember the whole selling
0: out thing. Yeah, like, the old
1: way of doing things just doesn't even.
0: There, that's why the Dead Kennedys like broke up. There was, it was over a Levi's commercial and they wanted to use the Dead Kennedys song in it. And Jello Biafra like fought the band over it and the band sued him and the band ended up winning. And broke up the band over it and all this stuff wow. but it was because he was standing on this ethos of not selling out and levi's is against all this stuff and they make their clothes and sweatshops and you know he had all these you know yeah, things. good reasons yeah but yeah. ended up breaking up the band and missing out on everything and that was during that time now bands don't even think twice about that you get an offer from levi's or something like that You know, well I mean maybe if you have morals and you know, you're just whatever, like against that stuff in general, but still it's not looked at the same general generally, you know. Like the generation now is like, yeah, who cares, right? It's a fully commodified art form, right? (laughs) Yep, used to be a lot more kind of I don't know, I don't know, honest I guess or whatever. All right, we got some birthdays this week. Let's get to it. Birthday time.
1: Alrighty. Take it so, away. So we've got Noah Cahan, nineteen was born in nineteen ninety-seven. Grandmaster Flash, nineteen fifty-eight, Doug Robb of Hoobastank, nineteen seventy-five, Thomas Bangalter yeah. of Daft Punk, is nineteen seventy was born in nineteen seventy-five. John Paul Jones of Led Zeppelin was born in nineteen forty-six. Uh Steven Stills of Crosby Stills and Nash was born in nineteen forty-five on this day, uh or on the in this month. Yeah, on the third. Beth Gibbons. Uh, Portishead is born in 1965. Michael Stipe was born in 1960. But there's some there's some some big ones here yeah. that I'm you know familiar with. Bernard Summer of the New Order of New Order is born in 1956. Marilyn Manson that old fart was born <laughs> in
0: 1969. Summer
1: of '69. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Grant Young of Soul Asylum born in 1964. Chris Stein of Blondie born in 1950. George Brown of Cool in the Gang was born in 1949. Kenny Loggins was born in 1948, and Paul Revere of Paul Revere and the Raiders was born in 1937.
0: Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that's cool.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, we
0: got some. Uh, I think trivia is next. Let's do it. All right. All right. This week in rock and roll history trivia. This week in. It was on January 6th, 1975. This was a big deal. Uh, fans in Boston rioted after a ticket selling problem causing $75,000 worth of damage and cancellation of the concert at the Boston Garden. What band was it? Was it A, Kiss, B, Led Zeppelin, C, Black Sabbath, or was it D. Boston Street Brawler Crosby and the Cocaine Cornucopia of Boston Baked Beans. <laughs> it wasn't Boston; it was a small Boston band that he had at the time. Didn't really go anywhere, but it was you know a very popular group. So
1: this was January sixth riot in nineteen seventy five. Nineteen seventy five. Look at
0: that. So who do you think it was? Uh, who were fans foaming at the yeah, mouth? Yeah, were they foaming
1: at the mouth for yeah. in seventy five? Seventy five. I think. I think Kiss. Kiss? Yeah, I think Kiss.
0: I mean, they're all they were all like pretty popular at that time, I would say. How, that's my guess. Okay, kiss. kiss. Here's a picture of the crowd. Oh, there you go. Led go Zeppelin. Down. Look at the crowd though. This That uh, is
1: more Boston for sure.
0: And they um got they all got shut out. Apparently there was this uh huge problem with the tickets. Uh, and they were selling duplicate tickets or somehow, and something happened, and the fans started rioting. They told them that the concert was canceled, and then they uh, they rioted. But
1: look at that, just a whole bunch of white dudes. So, I mean, basically, yeah. 45 <laughs> years later, <laughs> they're like, Let's have another, <laughs> yep. Um, but they're no, from Boston, wow, that look at that, that is uh. That's pretty – and what do they got there? They've got a cleared out space there.
0: It's This is like the parking garage. Yeah. And this is the stairway that goes up to that kind of the be main where floor. There people
1: were up there like throwing bottles down so nobody's standing right there.
0: I guess. Yeah, it looks pretty bad right there, huh? Like somebody died Some, Yeah, it looks like someone took the – yeah, they just
1: splattered in their are That's gone. where Johnny fell, they're man. Like completely gone. Ugh, look at this guy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. All right, he looked uh, like
1: he looked like a long-haired Fred Flintstone. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back to him. Look at that. He's got that. Oh father. yeah. That shadow, little double chin there. Uh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh,
1: oh. Sorry, sorry, Uncle.
0: These kids are young though. Look at some of these. Kids. They're like, look, look at this kid right here. It's like
1: he s- has the, the kid like there has years the long old. bob. He looks like this him, one down left. here. Oh yeah. It's look at like there's a cop
0: ago. with a riot gear helmet yeah. on.
1: Look at that little... That's the little guy who, like, jumps on top of the barricade.
0: <laughs> yeah. And gets
1: shot, and then everyone's like, oh, no!
0: All right, new rock and uh, metal albums out for the week. Um, not too many. Yeah. What's
1: going on here? Yeah.
0: I don't know. It's the, it's the beginning year, of the year. are like,
1: no, there's too much hope in the air. <laughs> this this album's all about despair. Yeah. album out there. Let's wait I for don't... Valentine's Day. Yeah, yeah. Well, and also I noticed some of these are a little more. Um, I mean, anti-flag. Yep. They're, they're, that that one, they're 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 not as uh, dark and despair, no no no. Right. So that's that's the, the only the only the hopeful <laughs> ones put out their albums. Lies, this week. It, like, lies uh, they tell our children. Like throat lo, throat locust.
0: Throat locust Drag through glass. That's you know it just puts nice pictures Varmia? in your head.
1: Farmia. Is that is that like verms?
0: No, I don't know.
1: Serenity, see that. That's Sons nice. Of
0: cult, see that's nice,
1: right? Serenity, you know. right? and anti flag. I mean, there's that like <laughs> youthful gusto in there. Yeah, throat locust. That one though, th- I like that one. It's a good thinking, bad name, what I gotta think say. Think about that. That's a yeah. Like is this like a locust that comes out of the throat? Yeah. Like, is and are there other throat locusts? Like, when you open up the mouth, does a bunch of locusts fly out? Is that the image that we're looking at, or is it one big like grasshopper (laughs) that's just like "Ah,
0: the size of your throat? Yeah, I think it's a type of locust. It's a special kind of locust that That lives gigantic throats. Okay. They they talk like (laughs) humans. They're like, "Hello, I'm a locust." Instead of
1: like doing the leg. Thing. Yeah. They, okay. That's one Very of good. the
0: that's one of them throat locusts.
1: Memoria so wait, let's see. We didn't actually read them though though. Anti flag lies they tell our children. That's a good one. Serenity, Memoria, Sons of Of Cult, back to the beginning. Throat look. see look at this rebirth, right? Throat <laughs> right. locust, dragged through glass, <laughs> varmia prologue. Beginning.
0: Beautiful. Look at that. Nice and simple. New Year. Well there you go. Uh, go get those new albums, lovely. guys. Alright, speaking of lovely things. Uh, have you seen this new free use of Mickey Mouse as a villain? Uh, it seems to be all over uh, the Internet these days. So.
1: Oh, he's in the public domain. Yes.
0: Steamboat Willie in the 1929 film Steamboat Willie. Well, guess what? It's night. It's 2024. So that means it's been 95 years. That's when. uh <laughs> public domain goes open for a lot of these intellectual properties. So, now, of course, there's all these crazy things out there, including a movie and a video game trailer that just hit. And I gotta show you guys these, because they're they're pretty wild. And Dave, you're gonna get a kick out of this. Alright, so first, let's show you the, um... Let's do the movie one, because it's pretty stupid. It's called Mickey's Mousetrap. Trap. <laughs>
1: This is yeah. an actual movie. Yeah, it's
0: like a B movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Uh oh.
1: <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> They're showing like a uh, old footage of Steamboat Willie on the uh, Dude, I projector. Love that oh my goodness. Uh oh. <laughs> Steamboat Willie's a killer.
1: Dude, he's smart. He's good.
0: That is the going he's gonna get an Oscar for that.
1: Oh oh no, he's all twisted looking. (laughs) The mouse is out. I don't know. (laughs) Okay, so there he is. Hello. So, so, but I you know, I'm gonna have to see this movie. This looks like there's so much that I that's so left unsaid.
0: Yes. Okay, well. Now there's a video game too, if you couldn't get enough of the movie. It's almost the same.
1: Yeah, why is kind of... Mickey Mouse all horrific? <laughs> oh my.
0: He looks really terrifying in this. What? So, this is the video game. It's like there's an infestation of rats, like these mutant rats.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no! The big fella's coming. Ah! <laughs> Come on, like, why did it have to be Mickey Mouse,
0: though? Because it's public domain now. People are just, because people recognize the character. Wait, what's Pooh, blood, and honey? Oh, yeah. Is that Winnie the Pooh? Yes, yes. That's public
1: domain, too, so now Winnie the Pooh is horrible?
0: I, I think this was a. This old like, kind of goes along with the five This Nights was a year ago. Freddy's yeah, sort of yes, thing? yes. This was a year ago.
1: Blood and honey. Oh my gosh. Hey, this looks like actually like kind of good quality. Your RIP.
0: Your RIP. They've been abandoned by Christopher Robin.
1: Oh, there he is. They're all left in the 100-acre wood. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Immediately. you didn't think.
0: (laughs) Well, uh, yeah, so I don't know, man. You know, people are, uh, it's public domain. Winnie the Pooh has turned wild. And uh, Mickey Mouse now, too, man. Pretty wild, huh? Oh, my gosh. So there you go, Steamboat Willie. All right, news from around the world. Some uh, pretty cool news here uh, in the U.S. As we released... The Harriet Tubman coin series, which has been in the works for a long time, and it's finally coming out. Three commemorative coins honoring the 19th century abolitionist Harriet Tubman have finally been released by the U.S. Mint. It's a $5 gold coin, which is really cool, a $1 silver coin, and a half-dollar silver coin. Pretty cool.
1: Now, I thought Tubman was going to go on the $20 bill.
0: I know. Yep, and... Uh, they did this instead, I guess. Uh, I
1: don't like that. Yep. I freaking hate Andrew Jackson.
0: And look at this. <laughs> the gold coin is priced at seven hundred and eighteen dollars. Wait, what? Yeah, the coins are for collectors, not spenders. So it's not actually being put out into like circulation for regular people.
1: Isn't that sad? Wait, so this is like, is this like the thing that you're, you know, after? Jeopardy yeah, you see it on uh, buy it on like, TV.
0: Have them. Yeah. Harriet Take Tubman
1: coin. Right after the Colonial Penn commercial, point oh oh
0: oh one of a cent will go to Harriet Tubman's family. Yeah, for the yeah, purchase yeah. of this coin. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, to pay for the reparations. Uh, yeah, crazy, huh? So,
1: that's cool though. I mean, it's good. That looks, that's it's nice. good. I
0: wish it was. You know, I like wish we, on the twenty. We, I still
1: want it on the twenty dollar bill. I agree.
0: I agree. Take the Andrew Jackson off. All right. Uh, streaming channels. How do you feel about streaming channels right now? Uh, how many would you say that you're subscribing to? Uh, we have
1: um, Hulu, and that gives us Disney+.
0: Plus. Okay, so about two. And then we have YouTube TV. Okay, so and three. And that
1: pretty much takes care of a lot of stuff.
0: Okay. Well, have you downsized in the past year? And, or have you, like... We up- got rid of Netflix. And, but what
1: our thing is we get it, and then we... Get it when, when, like... Something comes out you want to watch. What's the name of it? Um, Stranger Things, like, comes Uh out, then we, like, get it, watch Stranger
0: Things. And And then then, that's it. Well, (laughs) about 24% of U.S. subscribers canceled at least three of their subscriptions to streaming services over the past two years. Nice. That's up from 15%. Some may come back, though. Many consumers are serial churners, like you. Look at that. Who subscribe and cancel repeatedly rather than keep their subscriptions continuously active. You're a cereal churner. Cereal churner. I didn't I like even that. know that was a thing. That's pretty. Is that funny. like a like a butter churner? Is that the uh, yeah, like um, the buttercream gang? Oh my butter. gosh, buttercream butter gang. gang on VHS. Oh my gosh,
1: made from family feature films yeah. for families. Yeah,
0: my parents subscribed to that. My parents probably told them to. <laughs>
1: yeah. there's a good company in Utah. The buttercream com- gang. they make uh, good kids. Appropriate movies for kids.
0: <laughs> they get into good. Rambunctious fun. Yeah. All right, yeah. Serial
1: so. trip. Well, you know, I like because we were just talking about that whole rental thing. Yep. I'd love to just see the streaming services take it. Just get.
0: I think they're going to start screwing you because, like, I bet you they're going to do a thing where they're going to offer a higher. A higher rate. For, like, yeah. longer term. Once they recognize this. They're gonna yeah, be because like, oh, they're going to charge you, over? like, $20 a month. And if, if you, you sign up for six months contract yep. then it'll be cheaper yeah yep. there you it's go it's gonna be just like the cable company because that's, that's what that's what they you'll do you'll get exactly what you got in the <laughs> yep. old days yep
1: because really that's what it's starting to turn it's into. True. we had to get youtube tv because we wanted to watch yeah sports so and we wanted stuff. to watch live stuff and, yeah you know all yep. that
0: can't get that in the apps yep all right new year's resolution this is the last thing for us this week 63 percent of america's plan to make healthy food swaps this year um a a a survey of 2000 americans found 85 of those making food swaps plan to use turkey bacon instead of pork things like that uh drinking water instead of sugary drinks making homemade dressing instead of buying it in stores um what are some of you, do you have you done anything for new year's resolution is that something you do do you have something for this year what do you think about this whole thing
1: uh you know i yeah i i like to start trying to do the things that i know i should have been doing right um but it takes me like a full year to get ready to do it because
0: you <laughs> see so you make the resolution that i mean by really january like, of next year
1: this last year <laughs> i worked so freaking hard like i worked so many hours and i didn't spend any time doing like a lot of the things that i need to do to take care of myself you know yep, yep. So, but I'm like, well, what's next year going to be like? Because I, it's not like I started last year thinking I'm going to work so <laughs> right. hard that I get fat. You know, I'm not like, taking care I'm of gonna myself. I'm going to work so hard that by the end of the year, I'm going to worry about heart problems.
0: Like, <laughs> no one has that goal. <laughs> like, I,
1: that wasn't my goal, but that's what happened. So I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do this year. I'll try because it's like, well, no, I think I'm, I think I prepared. Yeah, I've gotten some things ready that now I'm like I can get back to the gym in you know a yep. regular fashion yep. and yep. stuff like that. So,
0: for for Hopefully. me, for us, well, for me, Dolly is not really sticking to it, but uh, dry January. I'm trying to do that and see how that goes. So no alcohol. I haven't had alcohol since New Year's Eve. Nice. So yeah, it's been a little over a week. Um I, I had a non-alcoholic beer the other night, and I was like, "This is actually pretty good." <laughs> I don't really have them too often. and I was like, "This is actually good." I, I may get into this more often, and especially during the week. Like, it may be one thing where I'll still maybe drink on the weekends and special occasions and stuff, but I gotta not cut out
1: the point of it. During there's the week, no you know?
0: point. There really isn't, man. Yeah, and I don't a lot even extra calories, and it? I'm like not a... getting drunk. You know, it's not like I'm getting trashed or something. I'm just having like maybe three beers four beers at the most or something and it's just like a nice little kind of buzz it's not really anything like why do I need to do that every day right yeah, and that was yeah. my mentality and then the the cost of it the health of it you know I, I can't seem to lose weight all that kind of stuff is tied into that alcohol so I feel already a lot better in terms of um, just kind of uh, I'm working out a little bit this past week I can tell a little bit of a difference already just from a week of not drinking like every day like that so you know if you guys are thinking about it yourselves out there you know give it a shot um you know try to commit to it uh think about your health especially if you're in that older demo of people where that's really a a reality now i'm not in my 30s i'm not in my 20s there's no sense in doing that and i'm not invincible so that kind of stuff it's you know i need to be more be more aware as i get older you know yeah so yeah yep that's where I'm at. So hopefully you guys have more fun this year. Yeah, and yeah. have more yeah. fun. That's a good resolution too. Right on. All right. Well, that's it for us this week, guys. Hopefully you enjoyed the episode. It's our first one back. We'll be back next week with a bunch of great stuff and all year long for you. Rocknewsweekly.com. Watch us on Twitch. Follow us. Like us. Sign up and check us out. Chat with us. Twitch.tv slash And everything's always up. We post it up uh, usually the next day. YouTube.com at Rock if you guys want to watch it on demand. All right? Have a good rest of your afternoon, however you guys are listening. Peace! Peace.